Bharat gave me the best stories to, you know, uh, recount for years to come because that was my first movie and we were shooting in Ludhiana in a village and I had no idea about a big movie set and I had not even, you know, thought about meeting Salman Khan and my scene was with him and his genuine praise about my work and about my looks and the entire, you know, those times were crazy for me because I was transiting from being this common man uh, to this special person who has a place in society, a name in society. So that process was happening. So I, I remember that time. I cherish that time a lot. Our guest today is a model and actor by profession. Stuck with a personal loss, there was a time when he was completely bedridden, weighed 130 kilograms and couldn't stand up. But one encounter with his brother-in-law motivated him to change his life around. He entered the modeling industry a little late than others. But age is just a number and the 62-year-old model has proven it. He has had a remarkable journey from being overweight in 2014 to becoming fit. Today you might spot him walking on the ramps for the biggest designers. But his journey from a man who was bedridden to being a successful model is an inspirational one to say the least. He has worked with the likes of Salman Khan and Rajnikanth. Watch this podcast to know how you can overcome depression and how you can live your life to the fullest and pursue a career in modeling. It is my pleasure to welcome Dinesh Mohan, popularly known as the Indian Silver Fox, on today's podcast and discuss with him the journey of his job. Let's hit that subscribe button and the post notification bell and get started with this inspiring episode with the inspiring Dinesh Mohan. Good afternoon, Dinesh Mohan, sir. Such an honor to have you on the Career Show. Thank you so much for taking the time out and sharing your story with people like me and inspiring a lot of students out there. You're most welcome. Thanks a lot for having me. So, sir, let's get started. Let's talk about your first job. So, as per my research, it tells me that you worked in the government sector at the start of your career. So, before we get into modeling, do you want to talk about your job in the government sector? Yeah, I was uh, on, uh, in administration of, uh, you know, official work in Haryana government. And basically, I was mostly posted in the education department. So mm -hmm. basically looking after the administration of colleges and universities in Haryana. So that is what I did for a long time, say around 24 years. Mm -hmm. I was into that. Yes, That's super cool. So before we get into the modeling career, I know this is the story that inspires so many and I want to get into that. Do you want to talk about your transformation from that government sector job to modeling? I know you went through a lot of things during that. Would you like to talk right. about that? Yeah, sure. Why not? If it can help others, I'll surely talk about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I had very negative life circumstances uh, for a very long time. So my focus was, you know, all, all the time shifting from job to personal things and, you know, how to fight back and how to tackle all those uh, issues that were bothering me. So at a certain point of time, uh, after a personal tragedy, I thought it's better to give up on the job because I wasn't able to uh, give that much time and energy to a government job. As And since I'm a very honest person, so I thought, let me leave this and let me find some peace of mind first and then decide what I would do in life. 
So I gave up the job in 2004 at, at the very young age of 44 or 45. And uh, my entire career was, uh, in fact, you know, in front of me. But I had to give that up. So that shocked me a lot. That put me in a lot of state of depression. And I had lost, uh, you know, so much, other, so much of other things in life that I started slipping into depression in 2004. So that, that, that is when I, you know, my real fight with myself, with my demons, with the circumstances actually began. And it went on for a very, very long time. Uh, and that time took a lot away from me. Uh, I lost my mental health. I lost my physical health. And uh, I lost my ability to walk at a certain point of time. So for a period of around five years in those 10, 12 years, I, I could not walk properly. And that further, you know, uh, made me depressed. And I was on bed on my bed for a very long time and could not do anything with others without others assistance so all these things you know and then the weight of course started piling up and uh, it led to obesity and again loss loss of health and uh, i grew up to around 125 130 kgs during that time so everything was you know it, it was a very tough and challenging time for me in hindsight, yeah, it's a story. It's a story in hindsight because uh, thank God that I'm able to sit here and recount these details and I'm alive and, you know, trying to help others. So thank God for that. Yes. I mean, so just listening to that, I know the amount of strength it takes to openly speak about it, uh, yes. let alone right. inspire others. So first of all, thank you so much for saying that. Uh, I really appreciate you opening up and and honestly, kudos to you, salute to you for, thank for you getting so much. past all of that. Thank I so know much. how stressful mental health can be. Yes. But but let's talk about you entering modeling after that phase. Do you want to talk about how that entire journey took place from, from being in that situation and actually starting this new life in modeling? How did that entire process look like? See, when I decided that I need to reclaim my life and, you know, fight over my mental demons and my physical uh, handicaps, I have to, you know, get over and or, you know, adjust, compromise with them and start a fruitful life. So I went on a diet, uh, on a fitness uh, journey and started losing the weight. And uh, this started in 2012, 2013. And mm -hmm. by the time uh, 2014 came, I had already lost around 35, 40, 45 kgs of weight. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was a very happy soul because I started walking again. I joined a gym. I started swimming again. I started driving again. Everything that I thought I would never be able to do in life again, I started enjoying that. And uh, this thought of becoming a model or an actor never, ever crossed my mind because I was so full of trying to live a happy life and it, honestly i didn't even know that at the age of 57 something like modeling also exists for people of my age group i had no idea no idea at all but then you know my physiotherapist to whom i used to go for a lot of issues he suggested that uh, i have seen a transformation in you and uh, from this fat person who could not even walk to know this, uh, you know, fit person who just runs up the stairs and comes to my clinic for his rehabilitation. 
so why don't you try modeling so i i thought are you crazy um, look at me i mean <laughs> who would uh, because we have a notion about the field of modeling mm-hmm. that it's dominated by youngsters you know dark heads mm-hmm. like yourself mm-hmm. tall and slim people so i doubted that but then as destiny would have it the offers started coming i was called for audition somewhere in an agency in delhi and i went there and you know uh, somehow cracked that audition and the journey mm-hmm. started for me right there but uh, let me uh, make one thing very clear here that it does sound like a cake walk but it wasn't it wasn't you know for a person who was homebound for 10 to 12 years and had so many uh, mental issues to open up in front of the camera and in front of so many people who are trying to shoot you uh, and come across as this you know example of health and fitness and you know mm-hmm. you got to have a certain swag about yourself to come across as a successful model so mm-hmm. it it was a very very challenging thing for mm-hmm. me to do uh, because uh, they needed me to stand for a long time even stand in the middle of a cold uh, pool uh, in winters and mm-hmm. we had to shoot at times in almost zero uh, temperature outside in the open fields because mm-hmm. shoots uh, have people have crazy imagination <laughs> when they shoot so mm-hmm. it was very tough it wasn't easy as it sounds no uh, 100% i'm sure it would have been a it would have been a long journey as well but you just mentioned that when your physiotherapist told you about pursuing modeling you were like Oh, have you gone crazy? And and that thought never even came to your mind. Yes. So, do you want to take us through the first modeling gig? How did the opportunity arise, and how was that interview audition process for you? See, uh, the, all these things have started. Uh, this they have started uh, uh, having my faith again in God and destiny and things like that. Uh, I had heard that uh, God starts opening a lot of doors when you push a few doors yourself, but i i didn't think it will happen in my case but uh, when he talked about modeling this physiotherapist when i came back home that very day my sister told me that she had sent my photographs to an agency uh, just out of a lark just to see if people like me and if it starts a new career for me so i was angry with her i told what nonsense is that you know i cannot because i have so many complexes even now but she insisted and i was taken to that audition the very next day to that agency in delhi and you know it it was shocking for me to see all these 6 feet plus boys and girls and totally fit and putting on jeans and t-shirts and here i was in my pants and you know loose shirts because i still thought i was fat and i wanted to run away from there but then my brother in law who who had accompanied me he said no you have to go and at least take this audition and then see wherever it takes you so that is how i took my audition it came as a signal from god because the moment i stepped in front of the camera trust me a, a new personality you know uh, uh, shown through uh, i i couldn't believe that my reactions uh, to the instructions being given that pose like this stand like this would be so natural and mm-hmm. uh, you know uh, it was like uh, a signal from heavens mm-hmm. so and that day uh, i've never looked back and i i do now think that i was born to do this 
though I came across this very late in life, I was almost mm-hmm. 57, 58, but I was meant to do this. Well, as they say, age is just a number, right? So Correct. Correct. you have a lot more time to do it. Yes. But you said this this was not an easy process for you. Yes. There was a lot of fights that you had to go through to become yes. this model as well. Yeah, what has right. been your biggest strength throughout all of this? My, my own resolve uh, to reclaim my life and to prove to myself uh, and not to others that I can. Because I had started doubting myself so much over the years. I had written myself off as a failure. You know, in my mind mm-hmm. that nothing will happen to me now. I cannot do anything. So this this thing of proving it to myself that I can do it. I still remember that for my first outdoor shoots, it was in January again, because my first shoot was also in January. So the same year, mm-hmm. uh, we had to go to a place called uh, Haveli near Karnal. If you are mm-hmm. familiar with it. Uh, that's an old resort kind of thing, you know, with mm-hmm. old work charm. And they, they told me, the agency told me that the cab would come to pick you up at 2.30 at night, you know. And I could not imagine that because uh, and I, I needed a special pillow to sit on even so that my back is all right because mm-hmm. I had a lot of issues in my back. Mm-hmm. So I was very embarrassed that I'll be sitting in the cab on that special pillow and everybody will notice that and they'll think we've got the sick person on shoot and they'll stop calling mm-hmm. me. So I went through all those issues and, and of course it was very cold and we reached at four in the morning and there was no time to sleep at all. And you have to shoot the entire day mm-hmm. and it was a wedding shoot. And uh, yeah, I came across as very royal. And uh, everybody was very, very impressed with my work because I wanted to prove it to myself that I can do this. Mm-hmm. While you say this has been your biggest strength, you just mentioned that that inner criticism that comes in when you're like, oh, you need special services. But yeah. also, if, if I let go of the inner criticism, there is so much outdoor criticism as well, like people judging Correct. you all the time. And that right. happens with youngsters. But I'm sure being a model at the age of 57, 58, that would have increased. And I think it's an inspiration, the way you've dealt with this. So do you want to talk about how you dealt with this criticism? Because I think it's it's completely inspirational. Somehow, I, I don't know, somewhere deep inside me, I knew that I have it what it takes to be a model. I was, I was thin, almost size zero at that time. I'm six months tall. I have this aura about me and I'm very daring as far as clothes are concerned. You know, you can make me put on anything and uh, people will feel that I was born in these clothes. Mm -hmm. You know, I have that kind of attitude. Mm -hmm. So I always knew. So I just gave myself a little more time because youngsters uh, can be very cruel these days and they can be very unkind to people of a certain age because it's, they, they have accepted people of their own age as, you know, competitors and threats. But when they realize that the competition here is from a person who is almost double our age and all the attention is being given to him and he's grabbing the spotlight because of his natural aura. So they become very threatened and insecure. So, but then later on, people also realized and uh, many youngsters realized that here is a star who can help us also grow 
and uh, so things became easier for me <laughs> mm-hmm. yes so leaving aside of the criticism and all the hard work you've done i'm you're in a really happy place now you are very yes. happy with modeling so do you want to talk about a day in your life or a day in a model's life obviously pre covid pre covid <laughs> this i don't know i have forgotten those days <laughs> of what was life like pre covid it, it was crazy for me uh, pre covid and i was throughout traveling and sleeping in flights and sleeping in cabs and uh, new hotels all the time and you know trying to get familiar to the uh, new environments and you know camera angles and makeup and clothes and trials and fashion shows can be crazy you know Mm-hmm. it's actually gut wrenching and you know there's a lot of mm-hmm. things going on and i had become used to that lifestyle and somewhere from inside i started wishing yeah i need a break okay because mm-hmm. this is becoming crazy and mm-hmm. uh, i needed a manager at that time i needed a team at that time to sort out my schedules and mm-hmm. uh, i was thinking yeah come on you are a, uh, you are such an educated man why do you need people to organize your professional life so somewhere god you know i don't know by default this lockdown started happening and i was made to sit at home and there was a lot of time to uh, rethink about my career my focus shifted to social media mm-hmm. instagram and facebook and all that and luckily in my case my following grew like anything because i have a genuine pure honest story about my life Correct. and uh, people started following me so a lot of work started happening on instagram as collaborations and paid collaborations and barter collaborations and so even now i just uh, uh, one over covid because i was suffering from covid for the mm-hmm. last say 25 days and uh, uh, i've been working consistently from home uh, about uh, on products that are being sent to me and you know uh i i shoot i think of the ideas myself i'm very i've become very creative and mm-hmm. around 2 3 months back i also launched a production house uh, through which we are uh, making other models launch themselves by giving them portfolios and we've shot a few other uh, we've shot a music video and mm-hmm. things like that so i'm trying to branch out now also and uh, only with the intention of helping people uh, mm-hmm. to make a career here in the world of modeling and acting so i'm glad that you've completely recovered and i hope everyone is staying at home as well so so yes. thank you for bringing that in but you mentioned that pre covid you were sleeping in flights you were just going from one shoot to another uh, you were going from one gig to another which 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 would seem to be fancy but it is a lot of it's a very hectic schedule yeah yes how did you deal with that hectic schedule i don't think people understand the amount of work that goes into such a hectic schedule yeah it does and one becomes irritated uh, in personal life and you have mm-hmm. to control your uh, you know emotions a lot when you are doing so much see 2018 and 2019 were very good for me mm-hmm. that is how i that is when i was offered bharat with salman khan and sant kiyank Uh, with tapsi and bhumi and i'm so sorry the lady uh, chandro tomar the dadi jin, uh, on whose life this movie is santiyak she passed away 3 days ago due to covid and you know then darbar was happening happy sardar was happening and i had taken a lot of uh, tv commercials down south 
so mm-hmm. i was constantly flying between bangalore kochi uh, mumbai and delhi and lucknow so these these were my you know and chennai so mm-hmm. all the time i was trying to catch flights and i would uh, i had started snapping at people on airports if they came up to me and pointed out that your dressing sense is crazy uncle uh, you should dress your age so i started snapping back at people that mind your own business otherwise earlier i was a very cool and calm person i never reacted to comments so mm-hmm. i realized that i need to slow down because mm-hmm. it was affecting my own temper mm-hmm. you know so yes so i guess it's important for people to realize that if you have a really hectic schedule it's it's okay to slow down a little and take a break so that you calm 100%. yourself yes because but this industry is crazy you know when it offers you works it mm-hmm. offers you work like crazy you know oh, abhi so. two three days back i was reading somewhere in a newspaper that senior aid models are not paid more than 25000 bucks a day and i was laughing from inside because i have overturned everything that uh, all, all the notions of this today i'm even more highly paid than the youngsters uh, who are present on the sets and you know and i i have never stayed in mumbai so i am a total outsider to the industry and i have cracked it uh, on the sheer Uh, basis of my talent and my will to hard uh, work hard so mm-hmm. i've cracked it since you've spoken a lot about the challenges the criticism the hectic schedule do you want to talk about a few benefits of of being in the career of modeling and acting absolutely absolutely and thank god for that i never earned the kind of name and fame as a government servant for many years that 6 months of being a model and actor gave me so many opportunities to meet so many new people so many events to go to so many countries i traveled and the fame is crazy the money is crazy and the lifestyle you know that everybody aspires for even people who tell you that what is bollywood we don't we don't like bollywood are also dying from inside to be a part of bollywood you know mm-hmm. so the, this industry is crazy and it gives you a lot a lot in return so thank god that uh, i became a part of this industry uh, maybe in the evening of my life uh, mm. but i'm absolutely enjoying a part being a part of this industry you know your story somewhat reminds me of the movie lagera o munabai and in particular yeah. in that story the the name of the bungalow second innings would yes. you consider this part of your life to be a second innings absolutely absolutely and all this happened because i decided to take on the chances and not be scared away from from the kind of risks that this industry needed me to take you know i could have refused to go and stand in the middle of a cold water swimming pool in december and i could have said see i am a senior age citizen i'll fall ill i'm sorry i won't do this shoot but and you know for for one of the scenes in a south movie i was made to act Uh, i was uh, in fact i am murdered in the movie and then my dead body is you know put on a stretcher and i was pushed down a ramp uh, 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 with nobody holding on to the stretcher and it was a big huge steep ramp you mm-hmm. know so i have done things like that and uh, i thought okay this is a second chance i should make the best use of it and mm-hmm. maybe this is a second innings but maybe the last innings 
that are being offered to me so i i, I don't shy away from uh, any kind of challenge that that is thrown in my way mm-hmm. no that that's, that's that's so great to you when you hear the stories and that's why my next question is about do you want to talk about one of your most important most memorable or most challenging whichever you deem fit like one of these most memorable modeling gigs that you've done one story that you want to share yeah th- there are many lots of mm-hmm. them lots of them but uh, my best memories are from of course sankyaank the mm-hmm. movie sankyaank and of course the movie bharat mm-hmm. uh, you know and uh, of course happy sardar which was with javed jafri which is a malayalam movie uh mm-hmm. but bharat gave me the best stories to you know uh, mm-hmm. recount for years to come because that was my first movie and we were shooting in ludhiana in a village and mm-hmm. i had no idea about a big movie set and i had not even you know thought about meeting salman khan and my scene was with him and his genuine praise about my work and about my looks and mm-hmm. the entire you know those times were crazy for me because i was transiting from being this common man uh, to this special person who has a place in society a name in society so that process was happening so mm-hmm. i i remember that time i cherish that time a lot any challenging incident during this entire modeling gig that you that you remember and you fought through yeah yes for my very first uh, ramp walk in south because i had heard that south is a very big industry and they pay you a lot and of course i was very curious to make a name for myself down south so this fashion show big fashion show for a very big brand was happening in kochi in a resort and i was the opening model and there was a nail you know lying on on the floor uh, backstage because backstage can be crazy and i was supposed to walk barefoot bare feet on the ramp because it was in a traditional attire and the moment i stepped on that nail it pierced through my foot and there was a lot of bleeding and all and i just you know pulled pulled that nail out and i thought i cannot lose this chance because opening model in a big show and all that and with with a bleeding foot i walked on the ramp and mm-hmm. didn't care later on of course i had to take painkillers and injections and things like that so that that was challenging because i was already nervous that, that this is my first gig down south and it should go smoothly and this thing happened i hurt myself but it's okay part of the game after listening to that story what advice would you have for someone who who is just starting off in this industry what would you tell them like i think the story down south itself is so inspiring in the sense that in spite of getting hurt you continued what yes. advice would you give to someone who is just starting off and is struggling see uh, w- whatever you see on screen or on ramp is only for a few minutes or a few seconds but the effort behind that is a long tedious process so be ready just don't be attracted to the glamour and but be ready to give it your best shot and do a lot of hard work and do a lot of compromises as far as your comfort zone is concerned because you have to come out of your comfort zone a lot in this industry and inside the industry nobody is a star or a newcomer you have to work as hard for every project even if you are a star you know mm-hmm. so this industry is it requires a lot of hard labor from you so be mm-hmm. mentally ready uh, to enter this 
Sir, I think this has been a great podcast. Uh, you've, you've taught us so much, not in terms of how you started your journey, but also in terms of your second innings. We have learned so much from that. Uh, right. One last question for you. And yes. that is, what is one advice you wish you had received when you were starting off your career? Or what is one advice you wish you could tell your younger self? Oh, I, I uh, see. Uh, my Whatever my life lessons are, have uh, very little to do with my career as a model and as an actor. Uh, this is just a part of my life, but this is not my entire life. Mm -hmm. I have learned to be joyful in life overall, irrespective of what I am and where I am, whether I'm successful or not, because you get only one shot at this life and it's mm -hmm. better, always better to lead it happily and joyfully. So career or no career, Please enjoy your life. Try to live it to the fullest. And I guess this is what I should have learned when I was much younger. So, but anyway, it's never too late. <laughs> Better late than never. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think that's a, that's a great note to end on. I've learned so much personally. I, I actually had shivers when we started off this podcast with your inspiring story. So, thank you so much for sharing that as well. It's been an honor to have you on the Career Show. Most welcome. God bless you. I hope you enjoyed this week's career discussion. Let me know your thoughts in the comment section. Also, don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Your support means a lot.